When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, I'm Tiffany from New Jersey, America, and you're listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. My question is if you had to write spicy fan fiction starring two characters from your favorite childhood cartoons, who would you write about? Okay, here comes the show. And remember, question everything. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast for myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor Dane Baptiste, my producer friend, Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello! And a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked, and we're talking everything from... We are talking everything from Tiffany from New Jersey's question, what spicy fan fiction would you like to write about two characters from your favourite childhood cartoons? Dane, this is as niche as it's gone. Fan fiction, saucy, about childhood cartoons. Where's your mind instantly go? It goes on, come on, Tiffany. I thought we were friends. Why are you setting me up to do fan fiction based on childhood (laughs) fantasies? We're trying to get me on the sex offender register. That's fucked up, Tiffany. That's number one. Because what? Think about it. If I say someone like Bart Simpson, Bart Simpson is ten in The Simpsons. So why would I be writing fan fiction involving pornography for children? So well, I've had, I've had some time to think about this, and I, you know, I, I would say yeah, since 1996. <laughs> I would say I would say Thundercats is the easy option. That's really exactly. Here, yeah, me too. Thundercats, Thundercats, because Thundercats they're, they're already kind of in lycra and they're you know they've got a lot of skin exposed. I know it's probably a lot of it's furry, but I don't you know in this world of Thundercat sexual fiction. Sounds, sounds like sounds like your story is Thunder Pussy to me, Howard. <laughs> Yes, it is. Very well spotted. <laughs> well, thanks for the question, Tiffany. And if anyone else, because I know there's a lot of Harry Potter. It's, it's, yeah, it's a great question. Do you know what? I was going to go, I would definitely go with Chitara. But then there was also Pumira, who was also in uh, Thunder. Because I feel like Chitara having to, and, you know, being linked with all the Thundercats is a bit much. I'm not saying that none of the Thundercats are gay. So that could work too. Well, we'll uh, never know. We'll never know. I would definitely say it would either be Thundercats or in Transformers the movie, there is one. Uh, woman Autobot uh, called mm. RC and you know maybe she could, she could do a little thing with Hot Rod you have to watch the, the movie for this sexy all to make sense. robots sexy robots that's what you get here on Dane Baptiste questions everything that's not too far off when you think about it what is a vibrator is it not a piece of a robot's dick it's only missing some robot balls when you think about it so a vibrator kind of is a transformer it's like taking like you know a uh, blender and making it into a boyfriend <laughs> As, al- as always, Dane, you have a, a, a solid answer. And as always on this podcast, we ask and answer all the questions. Absolutely. We answer all the questions, no matter how big, small, smart, highbrow or dumb they may seem. We question everything. And if you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Or follow us on Spotify and you'll never miss an episode. Or subscribe to us on Acast, the world's largest podcast network, where you get all of the very special guests asking all the very special questions. With that being said, on today's show is an actor, comedian and writer 
He is a rising comedy star, having won both the Amuse and Moose New Comic Award and the Best Newcomer Award at the Black Entertainment Comedy Awards. His TV appearances include the stand-up sketch show, Jonathan Ross's Comedy Club, and Don't Hate the Players, just to name a few. And he has also appeared alongside our man, Mo Gilligan, as part of the new cast of Celebrity Gogglebox, just to name a few of his many accolades and achievements. Also, a devout father, roadman, supreme, and long-suffering Arsenal fan, just like you, Howard. I know. Please welcome to the show, Babatunde. Alexi! Big Babs, what come is on. good, sir? Welcome. I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm all right. Do you know what? I've come up from the dentist today. I had to have some work done. Uh, so the uh, Novocaine is wearing off very slowly. Um, so if, my, if I've got a bit of a, a more southern draw than usual, don't take like Haringey borough-based offence, yeah? It's just this house. <laughs> I went to the dentist last week. I had a, um, I had a scale and polish. Boy. I always go... F- for like hygiene checks, you know what I'm saying? Man has to make that sure. Sounds like you just go for cosmetic reasons. This is how you know you're living. Yeah, someone's got some good teeth in there. That's someone's it. got someone's some good up, teeth. Showing up, catching up. Yeah. <laughs> showing the to them. With the pearly whites. I'm saying, having having you go, you go to the dentist for you go to the dentist for a hobby, Baba Tunde. I go for the dentist because I've got a problem. That's where I go. You know, it's different game. It's different game. Uh, yeah, I mean, the dentist on this occasion was actually she 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 was great. The technician was did great work. But I've had some bad experiences, man. Oh. I told you one then once the dentist just like I didn't have a dad. What? <laughs> so she was she was supposedly advising me on um, gum disease, and she was like, you know, you, it could be. And I was like, well, my gum disease didn't get bad until I came here before. And she's like, well, you know, it can be hereditary. You know, you can get it from your mom, your uh, mm. uh, your aunt. <laughs> you trying what? to say my aunt got dead? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I remember going to the dentist once. I went to the dentist once, and he said to me, you, you, "You're going to need some serious work done. You got some real problems here." And I was like, "Cool. Well, if I come back and do it, can you like give me drugs so I fall asleep?" And like, and he was like, "No, no, no. You need to be awake." And I was like. Why? Exactly. Please let me sleep. Exactly. Please don't. I don't want to have to feel this pain. I, I, I bit my um my dentist finger. I don't know. I don't know why. I wasn't. Even, <laughs> I wasn't even in pain. You know what I'm saying? I just bit. Why not? Sometimes they need to sometimes, see what it feels like. You know what I mean? Sometimes like they just have to bite yeah, their yeah, fingers, yeah. isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, you've got nerves too. Once I had, I went to another. I went for another checkup, and the dentist was like a. a, a, she, a she like a student. Hands in her mouth, she's like, yeah, man, that rash ain't cleaned up for weeks, you know. I had it, it was all over my hands, you know. You're putting these big psoriasis-covered hands in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just found a uh, rather funny irony that as you get older, it's uh, you want your um, teeth to stay white instead of going the colour that you want your hair to be. And then your hair, go, your hair goes white, you want that to stay black, and then your, your teeth go black, and you want them to stay white. It's, uh, it's a weird dynamic. And my heart um, is just, and my because, heart is already black. And so. I thought about that because why is there no TVs on the ceilings at dentists as well? Why do you want there to be? It's just something to distract me. So when I'm leaning back and they're doing whatever they're doing, I can look at a TV screen, just put, you know, just keep me You're like, ah, oh, Digger D's on TV. <laughs> there you like, go. Yeah. I, think, I think so. Think, have they got drill music? Have they got drill music on at the, uh, the dentist? Hey. Thank you very much, everyone. Good night. <laughs> excellent, excellent work. Sorry, have I ruined? Have I ruined the show? Is that the show over? Do we ever do it again? No, Howard. Is everyone, everyone loves dads doing drill-based jokes. Everyone loves. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, Dane? Do you know what, Dane? It's probably time for a question before I make more awful jokes. That's true. I think those jokes were a bit rinsed, if you will. Oh. <laughs> You know what? I'm just trying to hang out with the dads, isn't it? Just trying to do it with the dads. <laughs> trying to do it with the dads. Dadding it up, as you do. 
And you do. Listen, we're all Arsenal supporters, so we have to laugh. So, uh, Abitunde, as a long-time friend, colleague, and the esteemed guest of today's episode, we welcome you to ask the first question. Wait, is that me? Ooh. One second. Let's go get delivery. Sorry, fellas. Just uh, cool, man. What'd you get from Amazon, bro? Uh, Fiji water. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Let's let's go back to the show. The rich man yes, did. Howard. Let's go back to the show with your loving family and Babatunde, your two pies that love you unconditionally in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get back to the show? <laughs> I drink it. But my tears taste better when it comes to my ass. How about that, guys? <laughs> How about that? How about I drink the Fiji water so my tears taste better when I'm sitting here by myself, knowing I'm unloved? <laughs> this is the most angry Eddie Murphy you've ever got. Uh, it's the drugs, it's the drugs. Anyway. So, yeah. <clears throat> Babatunde, as our mm. esteemed guest of the podcast, we welcome you to ask the first question, whichever question you'd like, which we'll discuss for 15 minutes or some change. Then Howard will ask a question and we'll do the same. And then finally, I will ask you a question, uh, which we'll all discuss. And then, you know, we go home, go back to our lives, where you go back to your loving families and I stay here alone. But before we do that... <laughs> We can uh, find out where we can next find you uh, and uh, find out more about your journey so that the listeners can keep in touch. How does that sound? Cool, man. I'm, 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 I'm there. I'm up for it. Cool, cool. Okay. All right, brother. First question is yours. First question. All right. So I was discussing this with the wife. And so, um, well, sorry, 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 Dane. I know you don't. I know you're single. <laughs> yeah, but one time I had this nice going holiday though, Babatunde. You're forgetting about that. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is she was nice I know your wife's nice but she was very nice she's not she's on nice nice <laughs> yes exactly she was so nice and but she's not on social media so you can't find her so everyone shut up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah. alright cool so we were we were discussing this because obviously we got the youth and I was just like does music really affect people does music really affect wow. people? You know what I'm saying? Because obviously we were talking about drill music and I was just like, my son ain't listening to that nonsense. Mm. So it's funny that we even had this, you know, this little drill talk, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, does music really affect people? That's my yeah. question. Brilliant question. And, question. and 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 kind of just to, just to, if you don't mind just delving into how the conversation went when you were talking about it the other night, what did you draw any conclusions about how... You know, yes, hell yeah, people. hell yeah, it, it bloody, uh, <laughs> it affects people, you know what I'm saying, because I've listened, back in the day when I was young, listening to, I don't even know, what, what was I listening to, all that violence, DMX and stuff like that, oh hell yeah bro, mm. it affects people, you know what I'm saying, but nowadays it's so different because it's like drill, these guys are really glorified, like back in the day, like mm. Puff Daddy, he was like glorifying like the, you know, the champagne hip hop life, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the West Coast, they had the gangster rap, which is like our drill nowadays. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They're really talking about, they were talking about guns and violence back then. But now in the UK and in Chicago, it's really a thing of, I killed this person, I'm making a song about it, and I'm laughing about it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it, it's like how, it's it's gone so far. So it's just like, what do we allow our child to be exposed to? And you, I can't even say that my son is too young to comprehend some of the lyrics mm -hmm. because, you know, like when they're young, they're in the car, you'll be like, oh, they don't understand. This. They, they really do. They understand words. So it's just like, oh, I, it is. like I can't play. I can't play so much around my son. 
not even like 90s R&B and stuff like that. Because mm. it's kind of explicit, you get me? So he's listening to his Paw Patrol soundtrack, oh. Baby Shark, all of that. You get me? <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of, it's on. interesting to think how much it's, how much it's progressed, how much it's progressed, right? Because like, um, like I remember the first, uh, you know, Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg album, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you kind of listen to the, some of the lyrics of that now, um, uh, you know, and it would be really tame. Yeah, it would exactly. sound really tame. Like, exactly. and, and 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 to think how far it's progressed, Dane, mm. over the last, you know, what that's twenty five years old. That album, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. The thing, the thing is, it's like when I I remember listening to Doggy Style and having the whole skit about it ain't no fun, and yeah, like, mm. and I guess I and I remember singing it out the top of my lungs at like twelve years old. <laughs> And I, I, I couldn't. I could not have been more of a virgin, uh, more of a virgin at the time when I was like, "Cause you gave me all your pussy and you licked my balls." I, I couldn't have been more of a virgin, screaming oh, it out in a playground. Leave your number on the cabinet, and I promise, it ain't no fun. Oh, Listen. You got you got a rucksack, <laughs> got a rucksack with both straps on, right there. Yeah, literally, night night rucksack. Over my buck, I thought it looked too weird, and I'd be singing that all the time. And if you can't fuck that day, baby, just lay back and open your mouth. Your mouth. This is how this is this, me. I was like twelve years old singing that. Now the thing about it, obviously, that wasn't I was not the intended audience. Definitely resonated with me. I'd also say at the same time, like not for one second did I have the inclination or desire to repeat these lyrics to any actual woman. Because I knew exactly what would happen. But there was comedy. There was comedy about Snoop Dogg, right? There was comedy about Snoop Dogg. Like, you yeah. know, think of the intro to um, G's and Hustlers, you know, the the, the famous um, um, assembly at school bit. What do you want to be when you oh, grow yeah, up? Oh, yeah, I want to be right? a gangster. Absolutely. Like, yeah. like that, that's, there was a lot of comedy to, to Snoop Dogg. But then when you, you know, I think a, a really great reference you made, Bubba, was, um, was DMX, who when I was growing up <laughs> listening to hip hop, I was just like, Shit! This <laughs> this guy's this guy's gone really far. With Dude, it was was. The, it was the flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood album, just covered in blood. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I was so deep, like knowing, like knowing what I know now. Looking at that album, I'm just like, how did I not run away? screaming out of like virgin music when I saw that album. Like when I saw that album as a you, I was just like, oh my god, I gotta get it. Now when I see it, I'm just like, if my son ever brought anything <laughs> like that into this house, and he's just like, this is the latest, I don't know, hip-hop star, brother, take that out of my yard. Like, nah. But the, the, the challenge is, no, and, you know, I can, I can, I'm only one man, you know, and I've never worked in that industry. So, like, you know, if you're, you're like, like, you know, we, we obviously can draw comparisons with comedy here, right, guys? Because people mm-hmm. will make jokes. People who we respect make jokes that people will get upset about. And you know what? Maybe that influences people in a negative way, but most of the time it shouldn't because people should be able to take it as what it is, which is a piece of creativity. But that's because I think one of the problems you get with music is the creativity... I don't know how intelligent, like how much thought has gone into it. Whereas you can think about certain things I think about in hip hop, like, um, like I'm a bit, I've talked before about being a big fan of Ghostface and like, uh, Love Don't mm. Live Here Anymore. I don't know if you know that track. It's a great track. Now, that's a song that, like, you know, I think it's got incredible depth to it and, 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 and tells, you know, story of breaking up. It could, some of it could be considered misogynistic and, 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 and inappropriate for, for young people, but he's put, telling a real story in a really clever way. And I, I think a lot of music just, 
isn't that clever the way they're doing yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I guess the the objective of music, so far as how it is presented to us industrially, has changed significantly as well. Because mm. you know, when you would have been able to hear songs being broadcast through whatever type of media, like I guess the same way with TV, the initial drive with this new technology was who can make the best show. Whereas now with TV as well, it's really about what holding the attention of the audience long enough to persuade advertisers to advertise within a particular slot. And I think like with uh, music as well is that you are having to juxtapose music with the rise of like social media and this new, I guess, quantitative way we look at things. So there was a time here where if something was morally objectionable or deplorable, like you might have outrage to it, but and you'd voice, you might look at it and voice your outrage. Whereas now you live in a world which is completely done by metrics. People don't mind putting something morally objectionable or taboo because it draws attention towards it. So whether it's good or bad or incites violence or incites negative sentiment, the views go up. If the views are up, it means the advertisers yeah. can advertise alongside it. So what you have now is an area where people are always going to prize profit over content of music. And I, I think that music definitely can affect people. So just, I, I to say it can affect people, but it's, I think it's more about who the person is. So mm -hmm. I don't think there's like an overall way that music can kind of be a catalyst for like violence or any negative sentiment. Because on the other hand, I think sometimes music like DMX we mentioned before, sometimes for somebody who might be on the cusp of doing something regrettable or something aggressive or acting out. <laughs> DMX just gets feeling. them or pushes them over the edge. Like On the one hand, but on the other hand, sometimes it's that catharsis where it's like at least someone thinks what I'm thinking and saying what I'm saying. And okay. sometimes it's the validation of sentiment that can relax you. Like, for example, I have no intentions or platitudes about committing acts of violence about other people but then there's times where I'm, I've urges to act in an aggressive way and sometimes hearing the right song can be cathartic enough for me to just sing along to those lyrics to get it out of my system so even though music I mean it can be negative but I think that can be a more positive exercise than someone actually going out and doing a move or sometimes it's that hearing about sometimes more graphic depictions of something can kind of put you off it. So, But also one of the problems, Dane, is, and, you know, uh, it, I'll be the white guy that says this, but, like, there's definitely a race element to it. Like, you know, if you go through the history of music, you will find a number of, you know, white-orientated uh, music that is offensive and threatening and, you know, upset. I remember growing up and uh, listening to Nirvana. You know, Nirvana, who are still amazing, music, you know, amazing band, made amazing songs. It's a really, really upsetting song about a... A, a guy who's kidnapped a child and is keeping it imprisoned. And if you, you know, if if Kirk if if Kirk Cobain oh, wasn't a blonde-haired, yeah. blue-eyed, really? yeah, it's a famous song called Polly that anyone who go and listen mm. to Nevermind. It's um, I think it's like track six on the album. It's, you know, and it's it, it's a kind of song that if DMX did or someone did, it would get really big. You know, um, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it would get really upset. Perfect, a perfect example being like the long campaign about the representation of women within hip hop music and how you know, black artists were stigmatised for their depiction of women for a very long time. Um, but then Eminem talks about killing his mum and his wife or his estranged <laughs> girlfriend. And everyone's yeah. like, he's, he's a genius. So He's an artist. Oh, my God. He's, he's an artist. Yeah, he's... And also, I guess, to an extent as well, it's the whitewashing of black music genres to remove mm. certain content and to kind of promote others. So, for example, if you look at, like, soul music, soul music as it would have been sung by, for example, Sam Cooke would have had, you know, songs like Change Gone Calm with social commentary yeah. or even What's Going On by Mar Marvin Gaye Marvin with, Gaye, with yeah, actual yeah. commentary. Once that became part of the mainstream, soul music now becomes R&B. So it's somewhat more reduced and it's now had its social uh, commentary element removed and now you have a very narrow spectrum of topics so that R&B, as it's normally referred to by mainstream, is, oh, you would say, I would love sex with you, I love you, I love you. 
it says that now because it's marketed towards a much more super, a more much more superficial and more uh, fickle audience. In the same way that like reggae, reggae as you'd have heard it through Bob Marley and Peter Tosh et al would have had an element of black self determination because of its origins within the Rastafarian faith, as yep. well as being like you know a drive for change, like you know one love and someone like Bob Marley had the power and influence to have both heads of the opposing parts of the bipartisan political yeah, yeah. Uh, structure in Jamaica to the point where the CIA are getting people to assassinate him. It's the same It's the same with Fela Kuti, bro. Like, yeah. he was revolutionary, but yet play his music in, like, certain clubs where they have that pent-up frustration and they create, like, a mosh pit. And people will yes. say, see, his, his music does it. But really and truly, they're just venting their own frustration. And that's, and that's, how, they, and that's how he's supposed to work. I feel like what I'm trying to drive at is, is it kind of a core, is, is, is it to blame for a lot of the violence within like certain communities? And that's not just drill. That's mm. any type of music. Do you get what yeah. I'm trying to say? That has that kind of like violent I, lyrics I think attached a, to it. You get me? I, I, yeah, no, I, th- I think there's a possibility of that, but I, th- I think it's almost like an individual case by case basis because then the study really is about how suggestible people are because we've had the yeah. same conversation about like people saying like Grand Theft Auto causes like kids to be violent and stuff like that as well and they've tried to blame mm. more combat like more combat when that first came out and people thought that was the stylized violence would influence like violence from children and stuff like that as well i think you know music that's a violent game though i'm not gonna lie that's a violent i mean yeah, it's, a, it's a violent game <laughs> it's a violent game but the reason why i say I, i'm tentative to, to acknowledge the extent of that is because there's no matter of violence in grand theft auto 3 that is to me is any more morally objectionable than a country that doesn't feed its own kids so for me it's kind of like you know the question is, are we, when it comes to like how it affects our children and stuff like that, it's almost, it's a part, for me, it's part of a large narrative about it takes a village to raise a child. Mm. Because it's kind of like people pick and choose these singularities and these um, kind of group issues where it's like, well, if your kids listen to this music, it's going to make them violent. But yeah, but at the same time, your kid can go onto YouTube and see the same level of violence without very much looking if your child has a phone. So, is it, so for me, it's like the responsibility could be on the artists and the creators of this content to be more re- responsible for what they're making. But by the same yeah. token, it's like one of the reasons why I'm sure that your, your son doesn't have access to stuff he's not supposed to is because you're not just mm-hmm. going to give him a phone or an iPad and turn your back and not look, up, look at what your child is consuming. And I think a lot of the time, a big issue really is not just about, it's not really what kids consume, it's who is curating what they are consuming and who is yeah. looking over what they are consuming. Because it's like kids still go to school and still operate within the same archaic model of very of you sit in a class for an hour and you gas bag off out of a book and then you go to another class. Now, when you compare that to like now, the recreational state of most kids where they can go on the internet and have the entirety of knowledge at their fingertips or at their thumb tips, how can you expect someone to go from that level of stimulation and that level of access to information to go sit in a class and explain Pythagoras' theory to them when even now they can go on the internet and not see any uh, real-life application of this theory? Like no one is applying the use of standard deviation in the world we live in now but we now have an ongoing housing crisis and have done for the last decade or so, but the curriculum still remains the same. So for me, it's like the, the, the music can influence people, but I just think it's who influences what music gets put out or what music gets promoted. Is the, is uh, okay. It's not coming, it's not coming from nowhere. Yeah. 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 It's not coming from nowhere. There's, right? there's no regulation. And, and, and the problem is now is that like, because larger organizations have access to like digital media and it's the wild west because TV has Ofcom. So if you do or say stuff on TV, TV is now legally obligated to say, do not try this at home. This is not suitable for kids. This is a watershed. 
Whereas the internet doesn't really have that. So kids no, can have access yeah. to all of this stuff at yeah. any point in time without any kind of digital regulation to kind of censor what they're supposed to see and what they're not supposed to see. So if it is affecting them, it could be affecting them, I think, because they are just being bombarded with images that at a certain age are not able to process. And like you said, about even though you're someone that may understand every single part of the lyrics, children are very much aware of emotional trauma. So if oh, they yeah. see depictions of violence, then, you know, that can still cause trauma within them and that can carry that until they're like able to speak or articulate it. And I think, yeah, music can definitely affect people um, because I would say, for example, you can look at, like you said, how the issue of race, where the use of the N-word is uh, pretty much whole, unanimously accepted within music. Mm-hmm. No other racial slur is permitted. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. True. Even if we don't blame the artist, bro, like, then we can just look at culture in itself. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because if they didn't have the artist to blame, they will still be saying, but you say the N-word within your community. You, you, there's pimps in your community and that's accepted. There's drug dealers and there's, 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 there's drillers, there's shooters in your community. You get me? So if it wasn't the music... The question is, what came first, chicken or egg? Yeah, but that's, a, that's what I'm saying. The question is, what came first, chicken or egg? Because before drill, culture urban first, youth... Right? Uh, 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 well, exactly. Well, but then at the same time, is it a part of our culture? Because if you're... Like, because obviously there is this need or this attempt to conflate blackness with criminality, but it's a known fact that... If you were an immigrant during the Windrush, you couldn't have a criminal record to come to the UK. So you can't mm. be predisposed racially to be a criminal if you're not allowed to commit crime for you to come to this country, number one. Mm. Or the fact that, like, you know, it is a concerted, is a known historical fact that Oliver North, under the auspices of the CIA, introduced crack cocaine to the United States. But if wow. you ask most people to close their eyes and to think about their quintessential, typical drug dealer's appearance... The odds are most people think about a black person based on that music. So, but but the fact is that black people didn't introduce crack to America. Black people don't make crack. Black people don't make no guns in any country in which they live. And yet this is associated with us. So I guess the short answer is, yeah, it can massively affect people, but not just a question of making people propensity towards violence. Like there's a number of um, effects it can kind of have rather than just a direct effect on a human being. But I would say that music can affect people, but in no way more than social engineering through, you know, legislative or political measures. You should be a politician, bro. I swear down. They need, bro, what are you doing doing stand-up, bruv? <laughs> bro, this is, this is the real politics. At least I get to say what I actually think, yeah, unlike a politician that's, does. That's yeah. the difference. <laughs> you can actually be honest when you do but, this shit. Um, that, that question is, is, is phenomenal. I think I'll be interested to see what our listeners have to say. And, yeah. and if, to me... There's a thing to be said about like, is there a song that turns you 
that, that made you go enough. <laughs> That's what the was people it, have a limit, a right? Bunny, was it no sensor? Was it no was it no sensor? Was it no sensor? Have you heard that song? No, I ain't heard no sense. I don't know which song it was that I, I some drill song. There's, that a, I a, drill so- there's a drill song. a drill song called "Sent No Sensor," but I can't remember who it's by. But essentially, they go through the names of people that they've killed and maimed. Oh yes, in their yes, yes. And, it, yes. and it has a sort of Sonic the Hedgehog sound. Yes. So when, you know when Sonic gets um, the rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that for every person that they kill, it has the rings and stuff like that as well. And like, there's discussions about a guy oh. like killing his own cousin and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. Like no, everyone I, I, in that video has got masks on. <laughs> like, no, no, no. That's the thing. Sometimes people wear masks because they're not doing what they're saying. And it's more playing up and glorifying this new emerging type of music. And that's the, oh. uh, for, me, the, for me, that is the issue. The issue for me, it, not, and it's not a bad issue, but I guess that's the issue of like, responsibility whereby it's like, on the one hand, like Cardi B made a song like WAP, yeah? But then she said to her audience and followers, I'm not making my child listen to this because my child is a child. Now, me personally... It seems a bit, there is an air, I guess, of um, a lack of accountability, but she's right. Like, people who give birth to kids, it's their responsibility to, to, to control what their kids listen to. Mm. Exactly, exactly. Do you reckon Catherine Ryan plays her all her stand-up? You know, her kid all her stand-up? Not always, but I'm sure she discusses a lot of stuff with her. But, you know... I, I, yeah. <laughs> but you get what yeah, I'm exactly. saying. Like, it's not, but at the same, but know, at the same, at the same time, the same I, I feel like the issue is really about how much uh, people are able to influence their children rather than, like, what the music and stuff is, like, saying. Because, like I said, I was like, because you gave me all your pussy. But I, wouldn't swear in front, I still wouldn't swear in front of my parents to this day. So, because that cultural influence is stronger than the musical one, I guess. So Yeah. Thank you for bringing that question to our show. It's a perfect Dane Baptiste questions everything question, that. But ah, that is you. a beauty. Good question. That is a beauty. My question is, this week is um, slightly more trivial, arguably, uh, and slightly more stupid. Uh, and you know, um, you just listeners will, will, you know, make sure they know that you're, you're a married man, uh, Baba. And, you know, Dane, you may have referenced in the past that you've had, uh, relationships. Uh, and, Blood, uh, I'm telling you, yeah, I met her on holiday. She's proper nice. If you look at her in the dark, she looks a bit like Beyonce and Kelly Rowan at the same time. She's not on Instagram, Baba, today. She's not on Instagram because she doesn't believe in that because she's very big in the church. This is what I'm saying, bruv. Here's a question. Why is everyone on me? <laughs> <laughs> my, my reason for saying that I'm is because, girls, you know, I got a girl right now. I know, I know, she, I know you've had you. Yeah, my girl right now. Dane's, she's so, Dane's, she's so. Dane's had a lot of relationships. My girl right now looks like a model. She looks like a model right now. <laughs> <laughs> So shut up. My reason, my reason for bringing this up is to ask, is to ask a very specific question, which is, what is the stupidest argument you've ever had? With a partner, oh, and I, re- I say this, I say this because lockdown with my wife now. Hi Tara, you they, know I'm always on your side. There's a little my little cat. Yeah, there. and listen, she's she's a hell of a woman. She does an incredible job with my son. She's an incredible wife. And she's, she's saved amazing. you from uh, from romantic limbo. Oh, and worse, worse <laughs> than that. Um, <laughs> um, but I would say that recently we've, you know, we just had a couple of moments because we're all trapped in the house together, right? So it's not as easy as it once was, I'd argue. And and um, we had a, a disagreement last last week, which I thought was particularly funny, where uh, we we got a fridge freezer delivered, right, uh, like a new one because the other one broke, right? And um, and I put all the stuff in the freezer, and then um, as we were kind of going to sleep, my wife, you know, she said to me, um, "I think we should put labels on each." Uh, each compartment of the freezer to say what's in each compartment. And my response was, 
mm, fuck no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'll put my fucking. Even stuff I was just like, uh, I would never do that. <laughs> all, all, all the, I'm the one. The, I'm the one Howard, cooking. So oh, I, oh, Howard, was that the tone you used though? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Was like, it did get a little crazy, man. Is it, honey? Honey, I love your feedback, but honey, can we? Honey, yes. Darling, it did, get, it did get a little bit heated. Do you know what? It did get a little bit heated, which made it. And then the next morning, I woke up and I had to get something out of the freezer. And on every compartment, my wife had just put a post-it note that just said anything on it, which I thought was a really fucking good joke. I like, her. I like her already. She's that petty is, as hell. I love that. that. that, is, that is. And I was like, right there's a joke. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. And it made me think, God, that's such a ridiculous argument to have had. It's so meaningless. And obviously I'm right. But um, <laughs> but it made me think, you know, what what are some of the, the things that stick out from your... And obviously we don't want to get too... Um, oh, no. You know, anything, it, too, I, anything too terrible. Oh, no, no way. I've got loads of these. <laughs> 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 I like an argument. As you, you, know, you know, I like an argument and a debate, but I, you know, so yeah, I mean, yeah. also, can I just say, Howard, for the sake of my own defense, like you should have just said to Tara, yeah, that's a great idea. Why don't you get started? You know, you know, what you're doing. And then, because <laughs> <laughs> it's new, I don't want to have stickers all over my fucking freezer. The, the things get mixed up. It depends what I've got room for. You know what I mean? Exactly, Howard. And that is, she's giving you, she's giving you the tip of the argumentative iceberg. The real issue is you don't be sorting or shit in a freezer, Howard. But rather than making it big like that, that was her. You just too much stuff. She was saying passively aggressively, Howard, the freezer is a fucking mess. Do we need labels so you start putting stuff in the right shelves? She's not even using it. Bubba, come on, support me here. Bubba's with me. No, bro, I'm with you, bro. Like, listen, the dumbest argument we've had. Wow, we've had so (laughs) much. It's ridiculous, bro. But one. Like, I'm talking I'm laughing, about. I'm laughing because you lot are already in trouble by calling it the dumbest. <laughs> so you have both failed to understand what the subtext of this discussion was. <laughs> but I think the difference with you, Howard, is that you don't like. You don't get as I get. I, 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 I'm going to call it passion, but it's not passion. I get vexed. <laughs> I start, yeah, I, I start wigging. And for those who don't know what wigging means, I get real loud and aggressive. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no uh, toxic man, so don't give me none of that toxic <laughs> But man, I, I will definitely let someone know when they're chatting rubbish, innit? You know what I'm saying? Um, dumbest <laughs> argument. One that stands out is one that we have constantly, and it's about um, giving my, my wife a, a massage, Yeah. And I'm telling my wife, like, I don't, I'm not a masseuse, yeah? I've never <laughs> trained for this thing. I've never, like, been like, oh, you know what would be, be good before I get married? Let me go and learn how to give people massages. <laughs> no, I ain't done that. So when my wife asks me for one, and I'm just like, hell to the no. <laughs> and she's just like, but you're supposed to do this because that's what married couples do. And I'm just like, big man. Where did you hear that? Careful calling your wife big man. Love to hear when she's got a towel across her torso ready for a massage. <laughs> big man? <laughs> man? <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> hey, big man thing, yeah? <laughs> Listen, yeah? <laughs> Listen, no, it's a fact. Listen here, champ. It's a fact. <laughs> we, we argue about this. And when I mean argue... I want, I, you know what? It, I, I do want to have like a reality TV series. We go at it. 
you get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> we go at it because my wife's Jamaican, so when she when she starts with the whole Patwa thing, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know what you're chatting. Red, 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 red. It, yeah, it pops off in this house in a loving way, and then we have angry sex, which is always the best. You know what I'm saying? Massage hands work then. You want a massage? You can have a massage. I'll start with a batty since you want everything. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it is? Bro, I keep telling her, like, my my thumbs get tired. What do you want me to do? (laughs) Listen, Baba, I've got a solution. You've got to start start doing the the thing with the chopping hand thing. Brother, I don't think you understand yet. I know what Howard's about to get, that thing. The shit. I know what you're doing. Yeah. What, what did look you at get? This. Yeah, I knew, I knew you were going to get So, what is that? Yeah, so this is this Theragun. Yeah. It's a Theragun uh, Hypervolt. And uh, listeners, I'm just going to turn it on just for the guys to that see. Wow. You've got the buttons. In the, and you probably hear that hear that at home. And you just put it against yourself. <laughs> nah, I oh, I can tell you that's, Brother. that's powerful. That's pretty powerful. If uh, I get that, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's my recommendation. That's right. I don't think we'll be using that for no massage. Keep, yeah. Exactly. Keep promoting <laughs> electronic replacements for men, Howard. Howard, you are going to destroy your own marriage. When will, <laughs> when will married men understand? As soon as they can find a way to combine Alexa with dildos, you're done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as Siri can work with a rampant rabbit, you're done. You're done. I'm finished. You're done. Can you imagine? As soon as they can make a vibrating dick that can do ASMR, you are done out here, guys. You are done. I love the fact. I love the fact that we've had fridge freezes and massages. Dane, you've got to, you've got to bring some uh, more okay, in here. Okay, what so you got? The first one is what you right, got? Okay, so um, <laughs> I've seen somebody quite a few years ago, um, and I need to make this very clear because actually you're married men, so you might understand this better than me. Yeah, so. I had just heard a story about her being accosted by and insulted by her previous lover, right? Yeah. Now, trying to be chivalrous, I just asked her what happened. She obviously got, uh, I, get, I guess, felt defensive about it and told me, I can fuck whoever I want and it's not your business. Now, where I'm from, that's mm. not really how you speak to somebody you love. So then I was like, well, then get the fuck out of my face. And then she told her parents <laughs> and I had to have an argument with her and her parents about my comments. <laughs> What? So and her parents. It's a thirty-year-old woman, you know, Howard. And so the argument was about why the fuck I'm having to have a conversation with your parents who do not pay my mortgage or my rent, and you are a grown woman. If they feel that way, maybe they should find you a partner. You know why I'm laughing is because Dane, you're so angry. I'm not angry. You're describing it. My, 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 you can't. I know, but the thing is, when it comes to arguing with me, I don't tend to argue with people about you know who they are or something about their flaws and stuff I don't really like because I just feel like you have that context when you get into a relationship. I'm someone, I guess I get this, and I, I've been told I can be very cold when I do this, but I like to have arguments like a lawyer. I discuss the crime and the case, not the criminal. And people say I'm detached, but I feel like I have arguments. I had an argument with my first ever girlfriend when I graduated from university because I was getting ready to go out to ministry with my friends and I had some Armani exchange briefs, that are like my fancy briefs when I'm going out because they also fit on jeans, yeah? And she was like, why the fuck are you putting those on? Who those are on for? And I was like, do women really worry about what underwear their boyfriends are wearing when they go out? Is that a thing? Because I don't feel like if I'm going to cheat on you, a girl's going to be like, I wouldn't normally do this, but you are wearing some very nice underwear. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's happened to me twice. Uh, 
All because of the all because of the underwear. Yeah, because the underwear I was wearing. I had an argument when Fuck I got, had a I had there a girlfriend. Stick underwear, but they must have looked proper. How much? How hey, proper? Hey, how proper hey, can they look, Babatunde? And there was no sucking there or anything. Bro, you can get into an argument, bro. There must have been some good-looking Listen, underwear. I'm telling you, I do not know. <laughs> I've I've never I've never understood some of the arguments I've had and what elicited in them. I don't know. I had an argument once with an ex for the same reason. I had another argument with an ex because uh, she didn't like the way I talked on the phone to my recruitment consultant and found it too flirtatious. And <laughs> I was like, do you, do you think I want to work? Like, what's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> I, I don't want a job. I would rather, is it, I mean, I'm... You anyway. think I want to flirt like this? I yeah. have to. Cause I was, no, because I, I remember I, I had a partner who I used to work with and she'd get very, very angry and uh, jealous about me having interactions with other women. In, in the, and I'm like, do you realise I wake up every day and I hate my life? Like... <laughs> The best case scenario would be for this place to burn down. Like, I, I hate my life here. Um, so that was a weird argument I had where I felt like I wasn't in the wrong there. Um, I once, what's another argument I had? I had an argument with another girlfriend because I, when I first started doing comedy and I was broke and I got a gift gaff phone because it's pay to go. And she uh, had another line available on her contract and wanted me to get another line. And I was like, I don't really see the point in doing that. She's like, why? Why can't we be together? And why can't you trust me? And then she, and I was like, because but my, my rationale was because if I, for example, fall into any financial difficulty and I can't pay this by direct debit, it's going to affect your credit. So why would I do that? Um, but then she insisted. And then she used to take my um, itemized calls and then add it to her own phone so she could find out who was on my WhatsApp. So. Yo, you got out with some possessive girls, bro. I was about to say, oh. they all want to own, they all want to own a bit of Dane Baptiste. I'm not, right? They want that land. I'm not finished. Once I was filming a run through in East London and a girl was seen at the time girlfriend at the time, she couldn't get through to me and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just working. And then she saw a picture of me with Ellie Taylor and she told me that she hopes I die of AIDS. So, <laughs> Ooh, okay. Now that's, Baptiste, yeah, you that's be dropping up. the D on these girls, bro. I don't. I, these this girls is, love you, cuz. This is not hot winding me up, man, because this is serious stuff. <laughs> I've never had this effect. I've never had this I've effect on me. Oh my God. Can, can, can we, can we? Bloods, I had an ex-girlfriend, yeah, who argued with me because she's Another a Another one? <laughs> or obviously, because after these things happen, they're normally deal breakers, my good man. Um, get this one, Howard, you'll love this. I once had the relationship whereby uh, my ex got on the phone to me and was saying, accusing my management of trying to break us up and be in- and interfering with us, leaving out the part where she tried to fuck another black gay comedian at the Edinburgh Fringe. Well, I'd assume my manager would tell me that shit, blood. Come on, buddy. But apparently, fuck it yeah, So apparently, that's my fault. So I don't know. Why that's an argument. Uh, so I've had I've had lots of arguments. <laughs> I've had lots of arguments with people, and uh, I guess I yeah. just don't. My mother says to me, "I don't suffer fools greatly," and I, that's just to do with the fact that I didn't want to change my nephews and nappies. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Howard, I don't want to tell you yet. The reason why we have a podcast called Question Everything is because there are so many things in my life that happen, and I'm like. Really? <laughs> really? Well, I, I hope our listeners have enjoyed this section. I've been, I've been looking forward to it because I've been thinking about it for the last couple of weeks. That, Can I just, uh, just do one more, please? Uh, oh, yeah, chuck yeah, it in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Prior to lockdown, I was in a relationship with somebody who told me that one of her best friend's husbands takes a shit while he's eating. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's what, my, that's what my baby does. Thank you. On, and man. I said, my son does that. and then I said, well, he's not, he's someone's son, but he's a grown, grown man. And I that's said, disgusting. that sounds strange. And you, she said, why can't you be commit more like he does? So because they're married, <laughs> it's okay for him to eat while he's taking a shit. And I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not gonna lie. Been, I think we're gonna. It's amazing. Go on, yeah. brother. No, I was just gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna say like I'm not gonna lie, Dane. You've got into a lot of arguments with a lot of girlfriends. The problem's <laughs> you, bro. <laughs> you know what? You know what You're the problem, bro. <laughs> I actually, I, I actually agree with you. I think I am the problem. I'm not even gonna run away from it because I'm sorry, Babatunde. No. I am almost forty. Me having a discussion with someone's parents about my conduct. I'm sorry. That is insane. That's fucking insane. What are you gonna do now? I tell you what. My dad's my dad's not. Oh, my dad's not happy with your behaviour. I'll punch your dad up, bruv. Who cares what he thinks? <laughs> I'll punch up the dad's guts. I make more than your dad and your uncle, man. Shut up, bruv. <laughs> I tell you what, no, Dane. I tell you what, and 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 Baba, I've sat with this man for ninety odd hours doing this show, mm. and I can tell you this: it's not just him. He is a man. He is a man of logic and reason. I have had intellectuals yeah. of the highest order come yeah. on and converse with this man. It is not him. He <laughs> just needs to keep sifting through the fucking flock to find that. And person. also, That's one it. time Naomi Campbell said I was cool. And Naomi Campbell slaps people all the time. If I was that slappable, by Tunde. I'd be slapped by now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey. Fair point. Now, uh, listeners, we're always up for hearing from you. We've had some lovely messages recently on social media. So if you've got some good arguments you've been having in lockdown with your uh, partners or flatmates, uh, give them give them to us. We want to hear them. But Dane, it's time for the final question of the show. It's been a really good show. Yeah, it's so been a great show. Really Flying by, having fun, as we do when Baba is in the house. Um, so Baba, basically, mm. yeah, as I said to you when we first started speaking, I, I came up from the dentist today and... Like, I don't enjoy the dentist because I'm not a masochist. And I wonder about people who are like, I want to have a job that makes people scream, but with my hands in their mouth so they can't really do it. I think that's strange about a dentist. But the strangest thing about my experience today was that I really enjoyed myself. And I feel Mm. like the main reason I did is because I was getting out of the house for an hour. Mm. Uh, Because (laughs) I'm not sure how you feel, but cabin fever is really starting to get to me this time around. Like this, this lockdown is getting long now, really, yep. really long. Like long. it's getting so long, I'm thinking of trying to rekindle a friendship with some of these uh, aforementioned girlfriends. Just kidding, <laughs> no one's that crazy. Um, but my question is really because, like, I was very happy to have a dentist uh, give me a filling and inject me in my gum, which I don't normally enjoy, but it was a lot more bearable because I was like, at least I'm at the house. So at this stage, Rebatunde, I would like to know from you and Howard. What would you give up for your freedom? And by that, I mean, if you could have all of your freedoms of movement, travel, employment returned to you that have been taken by lockdown, what would you trade for that to be able to do that? Oh, my God. That's a huge question. Oh, my Lord. I, How far would I go? How yeah. far would I go for freedom? <laughs> I'd let my I'd let my wife I'd let my wife label the freezer. I tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, I'd give my wife all the massages in the world, bro. If that, if that <laughs> means I need more. I love how both of you have linked your predicament to your wife. <laughs> when you said in marriage, no, I was anything to get away from her. I'll massage her if I can get her. Yeah. <laughs> if I got to touch her to get away from her, I'll do it. <laughs> I actually thought about this 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 very subject the other day because um, I've got a weird thing, Dane, Bubba, listeners, which is um, my freedom is one thing, which is to be able to go and watch great guys like this in a comedy club, have dinner or a drink with a friend, whatever, all that stuff, right? But I've also got this other thing, which is the fact my eight-month-old child hasn't seen 
barely fucking anybody in his life. Uh, so I want, I want this to be over so he can go and see another baby and go, oh, look, there's, there's someone like me, you know? Uh, and so I'm, I'm definitely up for taking this. And I, I, I think I would actually take, um, like, a, I, 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 you can tax me. I was thinking, can I, can I be taxed, can I be taxed an extra whatever percent, I'm not going to name the percentage because I might go too high and then it happens, but you know, <laughs> but like I was thinking like maybe there's a tax where people are like, listen, I'll just pay how many quid a month. Just, I'll take the risk. I don't give a fuck anymore. Just let me out. I wonder if that's actually something the government will, <laughs> yes, will oh, do. Don't do that. I I just paid my tax uh, return. Oh. Just there, please. Let's not, let's not go there. Um, what would I give up? I probably, uh, it has to be something of significance. So, oh yeah, I'll um, think of it, we'll think of it more like a Lent, like a Lent kind of question. A Lent, okay. I would gladly give up listening to, uh, like music, and I love. I you must understand, I love music. Like mm. I, every day, I find an excuse to like. I've got my headphones in. Leave me alone. No one talk to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For like an hour, <laughs> zone out. You know what I'm saying? So if it was just like, all right you know, a month without music just so I can like get out there and uh, I'd, I'd gladly do that. It, it'd be, it'd be what, a struggle. It'd be a struggle though. Yeah. Well, interested. I'm interested about how you listen to me. Do you listen to music? Like old people used to listen to music where you sit and actually listen to music. Yeah. Yeah. I sit, I zone out. People do it when they do, people listen to music nowadays when they're doing something else. Right. Whereas there was a time where people you know, put on a record and sat down. You know what? It's every occasion with me. Like if I'm if I'm cleaning the house, I've I've got to have some scraps in the background or nines or something like someone so that I can like so, talk like so, like rap so, the music so, so the, the lyrics so, while I'm so doing my road, so gangster. So- <laughs> <laughs> does, does music yeah, that's such a wrong no, 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 I'm not touching you, wife. I touched you at the wedding. I'm listening to music. Go back in the room. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. Like, yeah, I, I, but oh. I, I do separate myself sometimes, and I'm just like, wife, the sun's asleep. Give me an hour. Let me just zone mm. out. Listen to my music and I'm done. And, and I've got the speakers as well, so if oh, I want right, to blast right. it out in the yards, I can. You get me? So nice. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd struggle with the music, but I I can see where you're going with it. The one mm. thing I definitely couldn't give up <clears throat> uh, is exercise. I ha- I you know now in this era we've lived through, if I if you took away like the cycle that I do and I've got this cross trainer in my shed, like if you took that away. I'm, I'd be, I'd be including your massage dildo. Don't forget that, Howard. Just going to warm down with my fister. <laughs> Tara, I'm just in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> are you in there with the fister? Because if you are, let me know so I can, you know, delay the dinner. We charge the batteries. Don't put it in the bath. No, don't you not put it in the bath. But no, I reckon. I reckon. Actually, I was thinking about this the other day as well. Like, you know, I think I'll probably give up meat. I think I can give up meat, and I will go veggie for because I tell. And I've, we've had we've had a couple of questions, Bubba, on the show about yeah. vegetarianism and veganism. And my argument's always the same, which is they have got the veggie options pretty fucking sick now. Like, I've got burgers. They were tasty as some of the burgers. Oh, yeah, 100%. Do you, Howard? We can't tell because there's no labels on the freezer, Howard. So I don't know if it's corn burgers <laughs> or regular beef burgers. This is why we need the labels. 
Do the corn burgers go in the vegetable drawer or do they go in the vegan drawer or the burger drawer, Howard? How does Tara even make sense of the uh, thing? Tara, when you hear this, I'm sure you're absolutely delighted. You've won. Basically, it looks like you've won, Tara. So well you still ain't going to do it. Um, I'm, I'm the type of person that'll be like, it. yeah, she's won, but I ain't going to do it. Bun that. Like, you do it. You get me? But no, what you said is right. The corn burgers taste bad they taste so good yeah yeah when i mean bad i, can, I mean i can good. line them up for you and i've got i've got i've got like hot dog sausages that are as good the mints is as good so like those are three meat products but it's the chicken that i've got the problem with the fucking fake chicken is just <laughs> not there it's not there it's just, they are not them two k's the two k's that, that chicken what, what's your favorite though, fake chicken <laughs> even though all of that you know stuff tastes good Man is still buying actual meat. Like people go, well, it tastes better than blah blah blah. I don't care. Yeah. Still give me yeah. an actual steak or an actual. You know, and these people that um got a vape and cigarettes at the same time as well. It's like, yeah, this is what this, this is just, <laughs> just to open up the lungs and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by those people, I mean me. So. Yeah. <laughs> now I just bought a shisha um, pipe, you know. So so the- I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fam. We do shisha in our house now, so trying to turn it into little Dubai boy. No wives. Hey, shisha. <laughs> prime cut. So we're cut some steak. <laughs> so we're giving. Up, I'm giving up meat, and Bubba's giving up music, so we can get our freedom back. Dane, what are you thinking? You're going to give oh, up? It's a tough one. I, for me, it'd be my normal vices of either tobacco or sugar. I guess. Oh. I, feel, I feel like sugar might be the processed sugar might be the way to go because I probably would have gained some lockdown weight. But I would probably say, you know what? I'd say I'll probably I'll give up smoking for freedom of travel because I guess a lot of places don't do indoor smoking. I'm cool with that anyway. And I probably, and I also feel like going back into a. You're going to die? You're going to die earlier, Dane. I should warn you. And I'm sure you've seen the signs. I mean, yeah, Howard, I've seen the signs, but that's why I buy my um, cigarettes from Belarus because I understand what the fuck they're saying. So. <laughs> no, but if, you can't, if you can't read the label, Howard, it doesn't affect you, does it? <laughs> you get, you get your Marlboro goes from Thailand and it says, I'll be like, whatever, mate. Swadi cup. So, yeah, but I should probably give up smoke because I think in a post COVID world, walk around being like, well, I'm back. Flavor country would <laughs> be very insensitive. If I'm about to, if everyone's still on lockdown and I'm walking around going, my lungs, my choice. Seems very, very. The thing about sm- the thing about smoking though that is weird is that it's cool. Is that well, it is cool. And we, gr- I grew cool. up smoking. It I is cool, Babaton Day. Why do people have cigarettes after sex? Because the only thing that's cooler than having sex in a film. Pay attention to Babaton Day. It's called popular culture. God. <laughs> Super cool, nerd. Not cool. You're gonna be late for chemistry class, but... <laughs> Not not tobacco, anyway. I was gonna say, so I used to smoke twenty a day, day, at one point, and you know, I look at nice. I look at it now, and I think, God, it's it's, men- it's mental because you know, kind of the, the the value of it is is limited compared to you know, if you want to talk about weed, you know, there is value to it, just like having a, a drink, you know. Yeah. Whereas tobacco doesn't really have that, and uh, you know, kind of, I think, I don't know, if you said to me, give up. So for the rest of my days, if I had to give up, I'm definitely never smoking a cigarette again. I've decided that much, but I'll, 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 the occasional joint would, would would possibly come my way. Well, this and, is the um, thing, seeing that I was having this discussion again with my wife, and I was saying the only thing that stopped me from smoking weed was the fact that you can't find actual weed weed anymore. It's all skunk. You get what I'm trying to say? And I've yeah. seen people turn crazy smoking skunk. Everyone, before you'd be like, if you've got commercial, if you've got weed, and people give you weed. Now it's all these different names. You've got amnesia, 
Why would I smoke something called amnesia? Why Why am I doing that? I don't know. Do you get one? The same reason I smoked half rainbow and gelato 45 and strawberry cookie. And Do you see what I You come. Like, but that's what I'm trying to say. All these names, you just know it's all mix up, mix up, mix up. And like I said, I've seen too many people turn mad. Skunk don't agree with me. You know, it's funny you said that, Babatoli. I remember another uh, girl I was seeing had an argument with, and she was like, you need to cut down on smoking weed. It's affecting your memory and your perception. And I was like, who the hell are you? Have we met? And... uh, (laughs) I saw that coming. If you say say so. Anyway, I'll find out your name. Let's go to Starbucks. Tell them your name. (laughs) I think, uh, <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd probably give up uh, smoking tobacco. I mean, you know, you could argue, though, I suppose, like, weed is the same as music, and it? it's like, if it's not enjoyed in moderation or within the right conditions or used as too much of an escape, then, yeah, it can definitely amplify a problem as well. But, um, yeah, man, I just... Terrible, I think, terrible, I think, terrible effect. I mean, all three I, of those yeah, no, but I, yeah, yeah, just saying at this stage, man, I just... I've been okay with the lockdowns of recent time, but, yeah, it's really starting to creep in now. The I like how up. none of us said alcohol. None of us yep. talked about giving up alcohol. Well, you've got a Jew. You've got a Jew here. Jews are not famous for their alcohol consumption, but, you know, I wish I, I, wish, I, wish I could take it a year better, but yeah. no, definitely not. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, yeah, I, call, I guess I've got something I can leave, leave or take anyway. Like, I've, uh, I've done the, basically, I've done the whole bar in this house at this point now. So, <laughs> I've even at some point during lockdown, I've been like, hmm, what guava rum? Might as well try it. So yeah, we've been going crazy. So I'm over drink. Drink I can take or leave, but um, yeah, maybe tobacco. Yeah. Those are good. Those are good things. We, you know, smoking, meat, and music. Those yeah. are they, they enrich our lives. Maybe we'll savor them a little bit more after this episode. I mean, I love that neither were you were like, I well, you know, I give up my marriage, and that's the main thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was like, I give up my marriage. Nah, oh, man. No way. My wife can be warm, bruv, at night, bruv. Can't be there. <laughs> I'm also kept warm by the flames that are sent towards me by people who hope I get fucking AIDS for not texting them back. So. All <laughs> <laughs> the cigarette, all the, the cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a brilliant, brilliant episode. One that uh, has really uh, it's raised my spirits being trapped Come at on. home, eh, Dane? Uh, it's been I have a lot to say, Babatunde, you brought the vibes, man, and you've cheered me up despite the fact that someone put two needles in my mouth today. So. <laughs> I, you, you've chilled up you've chilled up this grumpy bear and for the rest of the grumpy bears out there where can we find out more about your amazing works Mr. Aleshi uh, well you know look forward to seeing me on your screens very very soon channel 4 I'm not going to say the program but you know if you've seen it before yeah. you'll see me again on it um, you can see me uh, well catch my social media Instagram Bubba Tunde Comedian and uh, hooray for me man just got verified hooray blip, 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 blip. And uh, Twitter, <laughs> where I've not been verified, yeah. Twitter well, well, is Bub- oh, so Bubble Tunde Comedy. You, 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 you got the tick now? I got the tick on Insta, but not the tick on Twitter. <laughs> Leave it with me, bro. You get me, so. Uh, no, I saw it. We, me, Bubble Tunde and I was uh, talking about um, getting the, the blue tick uh, certified a little while ago. So yeah, the initial uh, the initial application was rejected, but strings were pulled. And yeah. uh, <laughs> guns were drawn. Yeah, yeah. You know? Guns were drawn. <laughs> clips, clips were loaded. <laughs> Drew music was playing in the background. Ops were chef. You get me? Old school spinners went wash. You get me? So yeah, no, man. It's all, it's all, so, uh, all good, man. It's been, it's been um, amazing. It's been brilliant. Thank, thank you for coming on our show, man. It's been all brilliant, day, man. Lovely. Anytime. Bless Please up. Please say hello to the family for me, uh, Babatunde, and I uh, hope to see um, you. On the other side, brother, stay well that side of the river and uh, come on, big up, big up, show show, and all of that, my brother. Come on, big up, bless.
You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him on Twitter at DaneBapTweets or Instagram at DaneSnapTeast. Our guest was Bubba Tunde Aleshi. You can follow Bubba on Twitter and Instagram at Bubba Tunde Comedy. The show is produced by me, Howard Cohen. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Howard Cohen. The show is mixed and mastered by Audio Culture. You can follow Audio Culture on Instagram at We Are Audio Culture. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DBQE Podcast. Thanks to Polly, Gelly, and the ACAST team for all their support. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.